0: Hi, welcome to Activate Podcast, your weekly Christian podcast that seeks to motivate, educate and inspire, bringing hope to the millennials. Listen to Activate Podcast on Anchor Podcast, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify Podcast, CastBox, Radio Public or any of your favorite podcast platform. I am your host Simil Nalanya and welcome to today's episode. podcast we are going to focus on how to support survivors of sexual violence online we can end this digital victim blaming during this month of April we normally focus on how to create sexual assault awareness and not many people around the globe have joined this conversation and funny enough you can check there's no any trending hashtag I was doing some check here and there and um, Checking some of the conversation online, of which I hope it will be of help at the end of this podcast through the sharing that I'm going to make from different compiled blogs, different compiled posts online, and some of the thoughts that I will put here. Preventing and ending sexual violence requires societal change, and much of that change is attitudinal. If you want to assess and respond to the root causes of sexual violence, we have to start with widely held cultural beliefs. Of all the beliefs that reinforce violence, of all the beliefs that uh, reinforce victim blaming, or the assumption that the survivors of the assault are somehow at fault for their own abuse, which is among the most damaging beliefs. What does online victim blaming look like? In our society, it it is not difficult to find instances of victim blaming online. If you spend any time on the internet, especially during this era of COVID where many people are online, you have likely seen the comment section under a post about sexual violence. Many commenters offer words of encouragement supporting survivors which is a very good thing wishing them a safe recovery from the trauma or applauding their bravery for coming forward. But inevitably, you will also encounter victim-blaming statements like why didn't you come forward sooner or immediately to report the case at as it happened or you just want the attention of online viewers. And some, they even go ahead and say you had to know what would have happened if you went to this apartment or room. And this reminds me the story in the Bible about Dina. He went to, to make a visit to to her friends. And at the end, it ended up that those uh, the, the brothers of her friends, they ended up raping her. You can see in that state, when somebody just said that you had to know what would happen if you went to this apartment room or at this party, it is not actually enough excuse to let the culprit go free there are many other ways that someone might subtly suggest that a survivor either provoked an assault or did not do enough to stop it but none of these statements are relevant and they are not justification for any sexual assault we know that there are numerous reasons that a survivor might delay reporting or report an assault or or not report an assault at all. From the fear of one maybe retribution to not wanting their family to know or the fear that they will not believe. There's a document I was reading online, a research that was done uh, in the United States, and it shows that three out of four sexual assaults are not reported. You can imagine three out of four. So that means it is only one person who reports this case, of which when they report, sometimes it turns out to be people bash them out, and the, the, the ratio now can go, four out of four cases were not helped at all. You see, like drinking of alcohol, wearing certain type of clothing, or staying out late also does not cause sexual uh, does not make it to be like an excuse for uh, sexual assault why is it harmful to do some some stuff uh, online when we see a post when somebody just raised their voices that they want help some might believe that seeing these comments online is less harmful than hearing them in person but our online spaces are not divorced from reality increasingly especially uh, during the the, the covid 19 where online platform is becoming more common and um, people are adapting on it the online space are our reality our daily reality although these statements are the opinions opinions of person behind the keyboard they are indicative of a wider cultural beliefs and they reinforce the Uh, they reinforce and spread harmful assumption about the nature of sexual violence those assumptions have had and continue to have real world implication in our homes in our schools in our community and in our courtrooms also you can take an example the paper was reading and uh, it, it was a case in in march 2021 where a court had ruled that uh, a, a supreme court actually in uh, Minnesota in the u.s that a man could not be found guilty of rape case because the victim got drunk and voluntarily before uh beforehand the guy was 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 um uh, uh, was caught free because the lady was uh was drunk which is not supposed to be the case in this in this state some countries have similar laws on the books that lay responsibility for sexual assault on the victim if they weren't concerned into being intoxicated. And uh, online victim blaming directly impacts survivors as well, increasing the shame and stigma associated with sexual violence. Take a look when someone who has experienced sexual assault may choose not to come forward or report the abuse after seeing other survivors blamed and ridiculed online this is particularly true for survivors who experience other type of oppression which include um racism maybe um the the sexual assault was was done by uh, a person of 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 different uh, race ageism or different social uh, class group we have seen those people who are wealthy they they are they, they scot-free but we have seen when when a poor person uh, is found in this base it, it they, they, they look like they are the one who 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 went and uh, provoked uh, the uh, the perpetrator but it's not supposed to be the case and when you see these posts or comments may also re-traumatize victim who are trying to heal from the abuse but w- what can you do there are some of the steps uh, that we can discuss here of which I got it uh, from a blog and I think it is it, it can be wise also I share with you and uh, we can use this step to combat victim blaming messages online and one thing that we can do uh, First, you report or you report those inappropriate content uh, that have been posted online. If you see a post threatening violence, mocking disbelieving, or blaming a survivor for sexual violence. You can report it to social media platform of which i really love uh, the twitter facebook they are very good at flagging um, this post, and this small step can help get sensitive content flagged and or or, or uh, the good part the post can be removed the other thing you speak out against harmful comments if you are comfortable doing so respond to victim blaming comments online by supporting the survivor or refocusing the conversation on the perpetrator of the of, of the act, then another thing you share the information widely. Many people who blame victims don't know the facts, so when you share the education information and resources about the prevalence of sexual violence and in its impacts on the survivor, will really be of great help. Then another thing that you can do is support positive messages when you see positive messages you can do a like you can share and respond to the comments that support uh, the survivor you hold the perpetrator accountable and reveal important truth about sexual violence often the more you engage with positive content the more visible is it is to others and the other thing uh, Uh, you you can do is check in with the survivors in their inboxes. If possible, reach out to the people targeted by online uh, victim blaming and let them know that you support and believe in them. Then, addressing online abuse, harassment, and victim blaming may feel like a, a doubtingly large task. But culture change begins with small and positive action. You can imagine if you start... Uh, uh, helping that close uh, friend or your immediate neighbor and somebody else does that you start responding to you you start responding with good positive comments when you see this sexual assault the world is going to become a better place and as a community we can work to eliminate violence by publicly supporting the victim sharing education information about sexual assault you know the more we have positive and uh good information flocking and flooding the online space the more we create awareness and you can start by taking a stand against victim blaming comments and at the end today together we can make our online spaces safer and more supportive we can build a safe online spaces it is my hope that i've After you have heard this, you can share this information actually. It is one of the ways uh, that it will also help and psych somebody to do some positive stuff online on the matters to do with sexual assault. So, my name is Simil Nalanya and I hope this podcast it has been of benefit for you. Share this content. Looking forward to hear from you from the responses and also you can reach me uh, through by contact or you can you can you can just uh, 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 do a good sharing of this podcast until next time see you bye bye for now